the Koigig part on Off the Ball. Having taken a poor penalty for you as a goalkeeper mentally to go back and go, and you've seen it. It was such a poor effort from her. Mackenzie Ireland should have saved that penalty. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with the news of Evan Ferguson. The Ireland International has been shortlisted for the PFA Young Player of the Year Award. The Brighton striker, who scored 10 goals last season, is one of six players on the list confirmed today. Manchester City's Erling Haaland, Arsenal pair Bakayo Saka and Gabriel Martinelli, Aston Villa's Jacob Ramsey and Chelsea's record signing Moises Casado are the other players nominated. You have to go back to 2011 for the last time an Irish player was nominated for the Young Player Award, and that was Seamus Coleman. Stephen Ireland was nominated two years before that. Haaland and Saka are also both nominated for the Player of the Year Award, along with City pair Kevin De Bruyne and John Stones, as well as Arsenal captain Martin Odegaard and Harry Kane, now of Bayern Munich. Derry City can book a place in the playoff round of the Conference League tonight. Tallah Stadium is the venue for the second leg against Kazakh side Tobol. The Brandywell doesn't meet the required criteria to host the match. Derry are 1-0 down from the first leg last week. Captain Patrick McElhenney is in line to make his 50th appearance in European competitions. Kickoff is 7.45. The winners of the tie are likely to play Victoria Plazenia in the playoff round. The Czechs are 4-0 up on Gazira of Malta. Last night, Manchester City beat Sevilla 5-4 in a penalty shootout to win the UEFA Super Cup in Greece. It finished one all after 90 minutes. Cole Palmer scored the goal for City in the second half, who trailed 1-0 at the break. The 21-year-old was also on target in the Community Shield. City boss Pep Guardiola was asked about Palmer's future after the match. The opinion I had for when he arrived, he wanted to leave. But now I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't think loan is going to happen. I was going to stay, I was going to sell, but I think loan is not going to happen. A little bit on his performance tonight. Uh, you have a character, a part of the goal, so he was a little bit shy. It's not easy to play against defenders like Acuna, for example, he's a top defender. Uh, it's not easy, he's a final, he's a young player uh, playing these stages. It's not easy for these guys, so... And play a really, really good and make a fantastic goal too. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta hasn't ruled out more signings following the injury to defender Urien Timber. The Dutch international suffered an interior cruciate ligament injury to his right knee against Nottingham Forest last Saturday. He'll undergo surgery in the coming days and Arteta says Timber will be a big loss. Huge blow, uh, especially for him because uh, after just joining the club to to have the injury that he has, it's a, it's a huge disappointment for him, obviously for the team as in a big blow because we recruited him with clear intentions and what he was bringing to the team was evident um, and he's not going to be able to do the decision for us. There have been several cruciate injuries in the last few weeks. It's something we saw in the WSL last season. Arsenal trio Beth Mead, Leah Williamson and Viviana Miedema have all missed the World Cup as a result. Emi Buendia, Thibaut Courtois and Adar Militao are all facing a lengthy spell on the sidelines and Arteta's voices concerns over the amount of football that players are asked to play these days. He says it's leading to long-term injuries. It was Buendia, uh, it happened to Courtois, it happened to Militao as well. There is something there, you know, and in the past you can say, yeah, but they've been games in the past and they've been tours as well. Yeah, but the things that we put in the, the games and the tours and the World Cups in January, plus this, plus this, plus the international, so it's it's a lot. It's too much for the place. It's, uh, it's incredibly demanding, you know, when you see the next 36 months of the calendar for those players. 
it's just better not to look at it, you know, because it's it's incredible what they're gonna be have to be to be doing. So we have to look after them. But um, but yeah, as a club, when do you look after them? You know, to prioritize other competitions, and then we are uh, the ones that have to look after them. Um, we really need to be sitting down. But I think it's too late. At least for the next thirty six months, it's too late already. So so I don't know who needs to raise um, a voice here, but um, there is. There are worries, big worries on that. A story that broke after recording the podcast yesterday was the statement released by Manchester United about Mason Greenwood. There's been growing speculation the United striker will be back playing for the club. United say they're working through the final stages of their internal investigation into Greenwood having completed the fact-finding phase. The 21-year-old has been suspended by the club since January of last year over allegations relating to a young woman after images and videos were posted online. Greenwood was facing charges including attempted rape and assault until the Crown Prosecution Service announced six months ago the case had been discontinued. He's been suspended by United throughout this period and the club are now close to announcing their decision on his future. Every woman who's represented Ireland at senior level has been invited to the Aviva Stadium for the Nations League opener against Northern Ireland on the 23rd of September. As part of the 50-year anniversary celebrations of the women's national team, the FAI will honour every player to have featured for the team since 1973 through to the present day. It'll be Ireland's first match since their World Cup campaign, and we still don't know if Vera Pau will be in the dugout next month. One of the starters from the World Cup, Kira Carusa, has signed for NWSL outfit San Diego Wave. She leaves London City Lionesses and will now play under former Manchester United boss Casey Stoney. She also got to play alongside USA striker Alex Morgan. Neve Faraday has joined London City, who brought in Grace Maloney earlier this week. Several other Irish players are still on the lookout for new clubs, including Rusha Littlejohn, Megan Connolly, Heather Payne, Megan Walsh and Lily Ag. Liverpool are set to sign a defensive midfielder and one that nobody saw coming. Japanese midfielder Wataru Endo is set to undergo a medical with Liverpool today. Jurgen Klopp's side have agreed an €18 million Euro deal with Stuttgart for the 30-year-old. Liverpool missed out on Moises Casado and Romeo Lavia, who both opted for Chelsea. Fabinho, Jordan Henderson, James Milner, Naby Keita and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain have all left Liverpool. and They have brought in Alexis McAllister and Dominic Sobosly and they are expected to bring in more midfielders. It looked like Michael Elise was the next player lined up by Chelsea, but news broke at lunchtime today that he has signed a new contract with Crystal Palace despite Chelsea activating his release clause, which was just £35 million. One deal that has gone through, Luton have completed the signing of goalkeeper Tim Krul from Norwich. The Dutch keeper provides experience to the Premier League newcomers, having made over 200 appearances in the top flight. He's the 10th signing of the summer for Luton. And Barcelona have appointed former Portugal midfielder Deco as the club's new sporting director for the next three seasons. The 45-year-old who played for the Catalans between 2004 and 2008 before joining Chelsea will replace Jordi Cruyff, who left in June after two years in the role. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.